Hello my friends, welcome back to Immigrant Section. This is Abbas Wahab. <laughs> Just right off the top. Yo, wherever you're listening, click follow, subscribe so you can get these weekly updates. And remember, Patreon's got extra bonus weekly episodes, audio and video. Become a certified refugee, get access to those. I appreciate y'all for coming back. You're going to enjoy this episode with the hilarious Aliyah Kanani. Why he fighting fighting this? Why? What? 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 What, what is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Right off the top, yo, and we're back. I'm here. Today with Aliyah Kanani. Thank what you for joining me. Oh my God, thank you for having me. We've been having mad technical difficulties for the what last... What have you been talking about? Everything's been smooth, real <laughs> smooth. They don't need to the know. Last 20... Yeah, I never said anything. I, I just said the, mi- the microphones have been acting a little strange. Okay, Someone dropped her mic. Oh my God, see, this is why I didn't want to talk about it. You always want to talk about it off the Someone top. Someone dropped her mic and then now she's going to pay for a you new know, one. Here's right. the thing, right? Um, it was in my way, okay? And I like to do a mic drop every now and then. <laughs> Yo, literally, right? You're like, is it? Yeah, my job. Boom. And um, it doesn't work anymore. Uh, what? She's gone. Okay, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Some people like to end with a mic drop. I like to start with one. No big deal. Just. <laughs> Thank you for coming out here today. Thanks for to my basement. Me. I'm I'm happy that you're not weirded out by me being in a basement here recording. You, honestly, if you had messaged me and you'd said, would you like to come do a podcast in my basement? I probably would have said no. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I left out the basement. Now yeah. I'm just trying to be a nice guest and go with the flow. But yeah. I don't worry. I, I, I sent a couple of emergency messages to friends of mine with the address and a picture of Oh, yeah, yeah. Facebook. yeah just to. like, Girls. just in case. <laughs> if I don't respond by 3 p.m., find me. <laughs> Episode will be out Tuesday, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I appreciate you coming here. You're uh you're one of the comedians in the city that I met when I first came to Toronto that I really look up to. No, you're never in the city to begin thank with. You, you know, no, you're no, always ab- like working out of the city, which yeah. is like already like that's amazing. You know? Yeah, well, it's fun. It's fun, but I just that's that's my nature. Do you know what I mean? Like, not every comedian necessarily does all of the, that traveling, but that's just the the person I am is a bit of a gypsy, so it kind of. I like to, to to travel. Did you have so a I... career before comedy? Mm, all okay. kinds of other ones. And were they all travel based? Uh, no, but the last one I, I was a flight attendant. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, did, I don't tell nobody most... that I was a flight attendant because I was like, yo, what flight passes? I'm sorry, what are these? <laughs> oh, you went to go to Paris attendant? for eighty dollars round trip. I'm it <laughs> just uh, for like over a decade. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, when I first started comedy, I didn't tell anybody, but I was still part timing as a flight attendant, which was perfect because I'd work like eight nine days a, a month. Part time as a flight attendant, and then I just do comedy the rest of the time. Yo, I'm I could just, see, Aliyah, I could actually see that 100%. The I could see your face waking me up at like 2 a.m. be like, Water. <laughs> it's like, I'm asleep. Sir, sir, <laughs> I'm a- sir. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Water, would you like a complimentary aqua de Gio in our like lounge catalog? Complimentary, please. No, not complimentary please. at all. The catalog. We charge for everything, motherfucker. Did you guys sell uh, like in the catalog stuff? Do you make a cut off that? On the. Uh, like, on you the, remember they sell perfumes? The, like the duty free and stuff like that? The catalog they present you in the air. Right. Yeah. Do you guys make a cut? Because I remember some of the, the air, uh, the flight attendants were pretty aggressive with their sell. <laughs> 
I'm like, are they making a commission? <laughs> I'm gonna say, let's just say some of the airlines do and some of them don't. <laughs> How's that for? Who are you with? Uh, some of them do. I can't. Just some yeah, of them you were do. with a don't airline. It sounds like it. <laughs> I was with a do. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, you show me a Rolex. You know? I was with a do. <laughs> the money's still good. Right. Just I'm still banking on that stuff. That? So you've seen the world before you even did comedy, pretty much. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I said that was my my life mission. I I was I always wanted to travel when I was a kid. So I <clears throat> figured out a way to do it. You know, I just, I didn't, um, yeah, have a means, but I found one. <laughs> I found yes. one. So yeah, so I, I, I kind of uh, just floated around for a long time. What I do is when I worked as a flight attendant, I, uh, w- what I loved about um, my particular post was that I, what, po- this, what post was that, by the well, way? Well, I was a flight attendant, but I, I worked in the uh, like regional stuff. Yeah. And people were always like, why don't you go to international? And I'm like, because I don't want to go for like an overnight stay in Paris Time on a layover yeah, yeah. for 24 hours and then do what? Like, you know what I mean? Like see this much and then have to go back and you're exhausted with the time differences and constantly you're playing right. that game. But instead I got to work for the regional airline and I'd be able to clump all my days together. So I'd work like a bunch of days in a row and then I'd work basically when I was full time, I'd work um, 15, 16 days a month. So I would bunch that together. So I'd basically work a month straight because I'd put the like end of one month and the beginning of another. So I'd work a month straight. And then I'd I'd literally, as soon as I'd finish, I'd just like fuck off and go somewhere. Holy shit. I ended up going to, I traveled to over 30 countries. I like did a bunch of stuff. Like I I really, I'm so fortunate for do you go to dubai a lot i met all of that flight attendants seem to there's something about that I've dubai i've never been to dubai is that, that so appara- funny yeah, <laughs> I've never right? been to dubai. which you would think would be the one to constantly right. be going yeah you probably I've, just because it's the most dubai touristy a bunch yeah. i've flown through it but i just yeah it's, it's like getting it's off in Can- really... dubai is like cancun of the middle east you know you what know? i mean right yeah. i'm not like so i'm not like, uh, that's not what i'm about yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. not that there's anything wrong but for me like i don't like to go to vegas do you know what i mean like i i don't like to go to to dubai Same yeah like these idea. Like, like zoo they're like human zoos well yeah <laughs> you know? and i just like i'm not a shopper i don't really like money you know what i mean like i don't I'll all that some. all these like flashy things and whatever it's just not really my jam i'm more like you know uh kind of yeah you don't like money you fucking smash my microphone <laughs> Listen, this, this cost looks expensive money? yeah this is bullshit wow she she's well, really of the earth you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> what was what was your favorite country to be in like like i'm gonna go that route if at all possible like um, the country you're like i'll go back as often as possible uh you know you can't it's name so one hard to pick like a favorite i country. just like them all you know so what I mean? much it feels yeah, it feels almost racist to do that. No, I love all countries. If you go to Casablanca? Just, um, uh, I've never I, been. I I've, heard that stuff. I've dope. not been to Casablanca. You know, um, I, I would probably say the countries that I really uh, that I did go back uh, to because I enjoyed so much. And I just felt like there was like so much to see and explore. Like there was so much richness and like the culture. And then also like there was like opportunities to do, you know, outdoors. I, like I love trekking and doing all, all that kind of stuff. So that was a lot of... <clears throat> the the stuff that I go for as well was Argentina and oh, Vietnam shit. were two places I went back to a couple of Yo, times. Yo, everyone tells me to go to Vietnam. Vietnam is uh, I, I had such a great I'm time going. there. It was it was really such an amazing experience. I, I I don't know what it's like now. It's been a few years since I've been. I imagine it's not different at all. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what they I what really I need to say is is the the. So the thing about Vietnam when I first went there is you know because they didn't they 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 didn't have a lot of uh, travel. Uh, and tourism thing going on there for a very long time. Really? And so when it started up, it was kind of this like 
beautiful thing where, you know, you'd show up uh, as a tourist, but you were more seen as a guest because they weren't oversaturated with tourism the way that oh, some countries are yeah. with all these like backpackers and these like, you know, sh- like sh- shitty people that just like, like go Japan there to right like now. consume and use the country and then leave. Yeah. You know, and so and then and then you can't blame the locals for for then, you know, exploiting that exploiting that yeah. and also like everyone's not, doing it not, yeah exactly you know because you, you gotta live you, these exactly. people are gonna Everybody's be here for four or five this. days and exactly. you have kids and you could sell them a necklace for a dollar yeah. you could sell them a necklace for five dollars exactly you're gonna sell them for five dollars and you realize how, how, yeah. how much the uh, like the value of money is more to you as a local than it is to them because oh, they're just throwing money we're like, around yeah exactly whoa it's you like know? nothing so it's it's but when, when but I Argentina is expensive though isn't it Sorry, sorry. Uh, like Vietnam, I know it's like that's what they say. It's like yeah. hella cheap. It, but it's not that it's just hella cheap. But it was just like I said, like there was just like this this beautiful culture there that was really just like it was almost untouched. Now I don't know what it's like. But people and, till this day, when I travel, mm-hmm. when I stay in hostels, and I ask people, you know, what's like sick? What's sick? Mm-hmm. Wherever I go, people always tell me Vietnam. People yeah. mention Vietnam everywhere. Like, Vietnam, Vietnam is so beautiful. Vietnam. It's so beautiful. I want to go to and Vietnam so, so bad. much to see there. Like you ever everything from like Halong Bay, which is like oh just spectacular to like uh, there's this, they have uh, those mountains that just stick out. They're like little mm-hmm. domes that stick out of the water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's what I want to go to. That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. yeah that, all it's the pictures amazing. are there. Yeah, it's amazing. I want. Oh, I want to be going through those little long stick rafts. Yeah, 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 that. yeah, yeah. It's so big nice. hat guy. <laughs> right, I'm right. Tip the, the, the fuck the, out the, of this guy. Yeah, yeah. I'll take one of these boats, dude. Yeah, no, it's really lovely. It's really lovely. And Argentina, Argentina is where all the Nazis fled. You know, at the end of World War Two. I know, right? So I'm at, <laughs> is they, Argentina a lot of like German, like blue-eyed people in Argentina? Uh, you know what? It's such a it's such a mix. Yeah. It's such a mix. I um, complexion wise. Complexion wise, it's such a mix. Um, it's like Brazil, kind of. Not as much as Brazil. In fact, when I I used to go to Argentina, often they would think I was Brazilian. Yeah, I could see. Uh, it. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Brazilians destroy mics all the time. Yeah, you know, you know that's <laughs> they just aggressive. <laughs> yeah. This is a microphone. Uh, no, I don't care about, about your shit. Yeah. Um, but no, but it, it uh, but my, I used to go with my ex and my ex, uh, when he gets a tan, cause he's mixed, um, he, he kind of looks like Latino Arab kind of thing, but be, he's lighter yeah. skinned than Ambiguous. me. So they thought that he was Argentinian and I was Brazilian. That's what oh. all would happen. Cause in Argentina, there's also like a big range, but it's more like white to like a light brown where in Brazil, it's, it's like white a light to brown black. to like black. Yeah. yeah. And it can, they, Brazilians can just be yeah. like white. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Like Actually, you're right. They could black. be, they could be yeah. super white too. Yeah. Yeah. But how's Argentina though? I want to go there, but Vietnam, I for sure is higher up on the list. Argentina Ar- seems Ar- like uh, cool and I. You know what it was? Argentina last time I wanted to go is uh, Buenos Aires, right? Buenos Aires. Yeah. yeah. Uh, someone was like two, three, four, four years ago. I was like, yeah, I want to go there. And someone was like, man, they're fucking killing people on the streets or like they're doing this or I'm that. Sorry, this what? is not the time to go. You when know, was this? there's always people who, whenever you want to go, yeah. they get, they, th- this is not the time. Oh my to God. Be going Do you know to- how many times I'd be like, I'm going to Mexico. People are like, you're going to oh, get kidnapped. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you're going to be honestly, just ahead on a stick. I probably should have been kidnapped a bunch of times in my life because of the shit that I do. But you're fine. Yeah. There's a, the they're also, there are, there you know who gets killed in these too. places? You know? Someone who's trying to buy Coke and it goes south. Yeah, or or some. It's not like some guys like to, trying yeah. to get a ch- a choro, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll get extra sugar." Oh, I could get yeah. stabbed. That's not how those deaths happen. <laughs> totally. It's a guy trying to find a prostitute and fights the pimp 
or some some guy trying to buy a bunch of coke and he has the cash. Or some and then idiot it's a that just walks down the street in the middle of the night with a gold necklace. You know what I mean? And or just some like guy who's drunk and fights in a, a local. Like these are the things. No one is just stabbing and killing. Nobody's pe- stabbing. The police, the local. That's what people don't understand, robbed, especially in Mexico. But- people think it's so around the resorts. Around the resorts, it's the level of policing is crazy. They do not want deaths that are resort related. Mexico relies on the tourism that comes totally. in. They can't have white people dying at the resort. Oh God, it is policed up the ass, you know? It's the it's like the outside of resorts. That's like yeah. the boonies where the cartels can fight cartels. That's where death and shit is that, happening. That's where that's where I I nearly died. I I Oh yeah, where the cartels fight the cartels? I'm 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 really so I'm as much do as tell. I'm like a like a world traveler. You know what I mean? And you'd think I know how to survive out there. I also just rely on the fact that I have like this guardian angel looking out for me because honestly, I should have been dead so many times. But the last time I went to Mexico, it was a really like on, on a whim last minute I decided. Uh, like, You're the, like the night I before. I want to buy a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> you Mexico. know what I mean? I'm like, and it seems like it's cheaper to buy <laughs> yeah. it there. It's just a better unit price. Even the, yeah. the, the, the plane yeah. ticket, it's like they're giving it away. Um, <laughs> I went down to Mexico like last minute I decided, I'm like, I just need to get the fuck away. And like the, the like, it was like two days before I decided. Yeah. And I, I just uh, flew down there on a whim last minute. I um, Like two days before, I was like, maybe I should do this. And then the night before, I was like, I'm doing this. And then I booked my, my ticket. And then I flew out the next morning. Cash or you still have hookups? No, no, no. This was when I had my, my okay, passes. Okay. Uh-huh. But I wasn't sure if I was going to get on the flight because when you have passes as a flight attendant, you're on standby, you're right? On sta- so if someone doesn't show up, you get on pretty much, right? Yeah, or if there's just all empty seats already. Gotcha. You know okay. what I mean? Because yeah. like not all flights are necessarily sold gotcha, out, right? Gotcha, gotcha. But uh, because it's never a guarantee, you know, like... Uh, you got books with yeah. you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just yeah. about, so then I flew down there and then on my way there... Sorry, so I'd been down there a couple of times. I don't like to stay in the Cancun area. I like to go more just because like it's the, too resorty for you. Yeah, it's too resorty yeah, for me a little okay. bit. You know, not that there's like I said, nothing wrong with some people wanting to do that, but I just wanted a little peace and quiet near the beach, do my own thing, and so I uh, I jumped into a van that takes you about an hour and a half uh, to um, uh, Playa del Carmen, and then from there on the on the actual van there was Wi-Fi. So once I landed in Cancun, I got into the van, and he's like, "Where do you want to go?" And I was like, "Playa del Carmen," and he's like, "What's your place you're staying?" And I'm like, "I don't know yet, but I'll let you know." And so then I booked my place that I was staying on my way there fast forward to I'm staying at this like (laughs) lovely Airbnb that I found for like $25 and it's like a three minute walk to the beach and I'm just living my best life it's called El Machete Inn (laughs) (laughs) almost right and then the third day I'm there I went out swimming all day just at the beach in the sun have it having a great time get back to my place uh and i just i'm just i pass out it's the middle of the afternoon i'm so tired it's like 5 p.m i pass out and i was only gonna take a nap but i woke up at like 10 p.m and i'm like okay fuck now all the stuff because i'm in a local area is closed up and i gotta get some food so i get i'm gonna have to walk into the tourist area which is like a 20 minute walk it's fine so i walk into the tourist area i get some food okay I get some food and uh, then I, I'm by myself. Enchilatas. I get some food and, and now I'm in the tourist area, but I'm wide awake because I just slept five hours by accident. Yeah, right? yeah. And I'm like, what am I going to go back to the Airbnb with like stick my thumb in my ass and just like stay awake until two in the morning for what? You know, which is this. this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, which I do any you know other I mean? night. I, I just, I just didn't think I'd Not sleep in Mexico, soon. Yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so then I'm like, <laughs> okay, then there's like this like dope ass music playing on the streets. And so there's all these clubs and things. And I'm like, okay, fuck it. I kind of want to go out dancing and see what's up. So I go to this club 
And then I, I order myself a drink. Then I see this dude. He's just like standing at a, 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 a table, but he's like shuffling his feet proper. And it's obvious. That's called, can, that's El Shufflo. <laughs> El Shufflo was there. And uh, dun, dun, he was shuffling around. <laughs> so I go walk up to him, yeah. like the G that I am. Yeah. And I'm like, excuse me. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, uh, are you alone? And he's like, um, yeah. And I'm like, do you, uh, do you want to dance? And he's like, he's like uh, you've shuffled your uh, I'm like, I have a boyfriend, heart. just so you know. And I didn't, but I was just like, I'm yeah. like, I'm not trying not here, right? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I have a boyfriend, but if you want to dance, I'm alone too. And he's like, yeah, I'm down. Because I could tell he could dance. Yeah. And I love to dance. Yeah. So we started dancing. We ended up going to like four different clubs, had the best time. Yeah. Then afterwards, we got some late night food. And this guy like knew not to hit on me because I told him I had a boyfriend. We were super chill. And then when we, I go to El leave, Shufflo. he's like, can I, can I, uh, hail down a cab for you? I was like, oh, no, 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 don't stress. I'm going to walk. And he's like, oh, you're close by. And I was like, no, I'm like, just like a 20 minute walk this way. And he's like, oh, uh, where, uh, where are you staying? And I was like, oh, at like, uh, Avenida de blah, blah, blah. I don't remember where it was. And he's El- like, oh, in El Colosio. And I was like, oh yeah, I think that's what the, the area was called Colosio. And he's like, you're staying in Colosio and you want to walk by yourself looking like this and I'm like what are you talking about dude I've been walking back and forth here by myself since I got here I'm super fine like um, everything's fine he's like yeah. that is the most dangerous area in this entire region this is where the cartel lives and you're telling me that you've been walking around by yourself this whole time and he's like you are so lucky to be surviving and I'm like dude you're making a big deal yeah, he's like, no right. he grabs my arm takes me to like the, the, the bouncer that's standing at the club next door and he's like senor uh, yeah, he's like he's like t- like talk to her tell her quieres caminando like solo like he's like telling her and then he turns to me he's like no no señora es muy peligroso he's like don't do it it's super dangerous like do not do that to yourself like walk he's there like, please don't walk he's like you don't even know what could happen he's like the least the cartel, of your worries is they, getting robbed they kill the for fun is, you know right and I was like they just killed my son okay this isn't some like scared white people in Toronto being yeah, like yeah. you can get kidnapped in Mexico this is like locals being like are you crazy pleading with you do yeah. not please. walk and I'm like What's okay. the place called again? Uh, El Colosio. <gasps> El Colosio? <laughs> El Colosio. It actually sounds uh, You're like, dangerous. Now that I think about They're like, no. He's shuffling. Shuffle back to my place. Aliyah, you are my love. Aliyah, shuffle with me into the night. I should not have told you that whole story. I could have just cut to the ending, which was the whole point. But I told the whole story and now I got this. If the cartels want to shoot at you, I will shuffle them back. I will shuffle them away. You must... That's through me. So he fucking. So you just end up taking a cab, or he drop you off, or something like that. No, I jumped in a cab. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was like it was like seven bucks. It was so close. Yeah. Right. But I just I wanted to walk. It was a nice night, but I just I guess that was. Yeah, you can't. The cartel death. is the law, you know. Yeah. So but I've been walking the there for days. Yeah. And the thing is, is the last time I was in Mexico, I stayed in that same area. I, w- I, I went swimming at night by myself in the ocean. So what I do is sometimes I like to go swimming at night in the ocean. Um. <laughs> and so I'll go to like uh, everyone like a place. I I know and care about hates it. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> everyone I've ever, uh, everyone who loves me just hates that just, fact. Yeah. Just hates that I yeah. like to go. Yeah, they're I just all leave like, leave my cell phone at the house. You well, know? literally. So I leave yeah. all my stuff. Yeah. This is, and I go in just what I'm like, w- like wearing, you know, yeah. with my swimsuit and then like, some clothes. And I take no money, no nothing. And then I'll I'll go to like a local bar or some place that's close by. 
and I'll I'll give them my hotel key and be like, just talk to the bartender and be like, hey, do you want to hang on to my stuff? I'm just going for a swim just in case my things get teeth. I have a way to go back to my hotel. Yeah. And so then I'll just like drop off my my you know stuff with a, a, a he local takes bar them and he presses a little button just, that says "I'll cartel button." <laughs> they just immediately are notified. <laughs> yes, I'll hold them for She'll you. She'll be in the area shortly. You can get a boys. <laughs> yeah. The shufflers around the corner like you're not gonna do Aliyah like that. <laughs> he's always just Aaliyah, he's actually outside swim. right now. The yeah. shufflers followed me he's since. shuffling he's uh he he's just my bodyguard out. now he's my personal bodyguard so don't try and kidnap this me in your basement this is not even the same trip of mexico don't try and do it okay el shoflo will come for you <laughs> <laughs> it'll break your second mic <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> so you went out there swimming it why what is that is it just like a thrill i just like to swim and like float in the ocean and look up at the stars it's like there's just yeah. i don't know actually um, i did that when i was in dominican republic like eight years ago it's the bestest it's the like honestly, I don't even know Yo, more happiness than that. It's so, uh, what I want to know is you were a flight attendant for ten years post nine eleven. I'm assuming, or is yes. it was nine eleven in the middle of it? No post post nine eleven. Do you have any terrorists? Like, I think I'm like fifty. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do you have? Um, you could be a really young flight. I've met like yeah, early twenties flight attendants. I've never had the grand really flight. bad at math and yeah, got called exactly. out, whatever. <laughs> hey, I have an engineering degree, okay? So I have a degree that okay. says that I know how to cheat. I'm pretty sure you okay? have the calculators. Okay? Uh, TI-85. <laughs> yeah. Have you, flights ever been ter- uh, grounded because of terror suspicion? Only when I'm on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we got a bomb on the plane. <laughs> They're like, what? The how other- did this Muslim girl get a flight attendant? Yeah, no, uh, no, not because of that, but I've had so many other reasons we've been grounded, y'all. So many. What's the most annoying one? Is it like weather? Because people are like, um, so do you think this thunderstorm is gonna clear up soon? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'll, you know, make a call. Like, what yeah. do you? Let me go check with the captain. Just a sec. No, he says he's going to keep flying. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. going to keep flying. People, people. But that's not annoying, though. Like, if it's crazy turbulence, you want to get grounded. You're like, oh, thank God we're no, getting no, no. out of I there. I mean, like, when you're stuck in an airplane full of people because there's bad weather and you can't oh, take off. Oh, is that what grounded means? Uh, uh, maybe I use it incorrect. I meant you are in the air and you have to do an emergency landing because oh, of a okay. situation on the flight. Right. So that's when you have uh, an emergency <laughs> That's landing. when people are sick as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck that's it. what we call it. <laughs> well, thanks for coming to the show, all right? Break my mic now. You're going in on me, all right? Uh, that's I'm not. It's not actually called that. Trying to help you. Yeah. <laughs> emergency landing. Yeah, when you, I've had to make a, a couple of emergency landings. Yeah. Non health related ones. I imagine if someone's like, oh, he's having a heart attack, you got to go down. Yeah, so I've but had that you, too. Yeah. Non. What about the non illness ones? Once, like someone fighting? Uh, no, never anybody fighting. Not on mine because. Um, but you guys talk though. People know not to fuck around on my planes. Woo. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> She's loaded. I, mean, I imagine it's like, all ladies just... and gentlemen, welcome aboard. Now behave yourself. <laughs> like Fly, I imagine it's all flight attendants phone, in way, that little kitchenette, just yep. just the, having banter. The with galley, one of them. we call it the galley. The galley, yeah. You just one of them has just got her face right next to the other's ass, like someone's got a bomb on the plane. It's like ah, it's like literally just all that back and forth. <laughs> yeah, that's literally exactly. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> we got a do bomb you also on think the that plane. Girls, ah! when we have like hangouts and sleepovers, we have pillow the fights. Mo- like, what do you hey, think the happens? The movies I watch. <laughs> this is so. You know, <laughs> uh, the other plane. Emergency landing. Emergency landing. <laughs> Two. 
She no, had, had to land on something she didn't want to land oh, on. No. Oh, no. Actually, do you know one thing that we do? Well, I United do. I, I fuck with the, the other flight attendants when they're making their announcements. Yeah. Like, if you're in the galley with another flight attendant, sometimes I'll, like, close the curtains and just start fucking with them and try to make them laugh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was working with this one flight attendant once, and I just <laughs> I just started unbuttoning her shirt. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's not that far from the ass joke was, I made. Yeah, right, you know, I like, know. That's, that's what I'm you think is that, But in another that time, I was unbuttoning his shirt, know, and right? she just could not laugh. <laughs> it's the same level of shit. <laughs> just doing like sexy dances and shit, trying to fuck with each other, all kinds of things. I remember when I used to work fast food. Mm-hmm. You know, how fast food people like they all have that headset. Yeah. KFC Taco Bell, and the person working drive through goes, "Yeah, KFC Taco Bell, how can I take your order?" Yeah. Everybody has the headset, so when they hear an order, they can get a head start on it. But we have a button we can click where only between us we can hear. Mm-hmm. So anytime someone was taking a call from like a, a customer outside, we'd click the button only we can hear and do the exact same thing. Just try to make. I'd literally hold it and be like, meow, 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 and they'd be like, sir, they're literally just laughing. That's super. The same fuck around. Have you ever done that though? Accidentally fucked up and then they hear you. Oh, every the manager would always be like, remember, you're one button away. From getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> One spot, no way. That's too funny. So wait, wait, emergency landings. Emergency landings. Non-health related. So once I had, um, oh, this is this was one where I saved the day, guys. No big deal. But were you sitting next to the emergency exit? Yeah, well, almost. And were willing and able to help. Right. I've never had to open one of those except for in training. They're such a pain in the ass. But no, I was sitting next to. Uh, I was the in charge on the flight. Um, so that's and, like the head per head yeah, flight attendant. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I was sitting up front, and my interphone. Um, well, I, I didn't know this at the time, but I was sitting in my jump seat. I was like, "What is this? Like this? This? There's like a bit of like a like a smell, an odor, yeah." Uh, but it it was like not quite. It wasn't smoke, but it smelled like something was burning, like it an smelled, electrical, smelled like this electrical yeah. kind of weird kind of smell, like short circuit. And we're just about to take off, uh, but we're still like on the on the taxiway at this point. So I call up the captain and I was like, "Hey, there's this bit of this weird smell." He's like, "Oh, we have a massive jet in front of us. It's probably just the fumes from there." I was like, "Okay, makes sense, right?" Because it was like a fumey smell. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so then we took off, but then as we're taking off, the smell is getting a bit stronger. I'm like, that doesn't make sense because now the jet's no longer in front of us and the smell should have subsided because the air is constantly being, you know, um, there's like an airflow. Uh, Filtration. (laughs) Filtration. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so then as soon as we get to like a safe altitude and I can call the captain again, I, I, I call him and I'm like, hey, listen, that smell's actually getting a little bit stronger. Um, but at this point, you know, like I'm, I'm not sure that I'm trusting my smell anymore because you know, when you get used to a smell. So I said, as soon as you feel like it's safe, I'll get the other flight attendant to come up here. And so he's like, okay. So he released the flight attendant to come up. So he came up and he's like, yeah, I smell something off too. And so the captain goes, I don't know uh, what we should do. Everything looks good on our end, Aaliyah. So if you don't see any smoke or anything, like, really, I'll let you make the call. And I'm like, what? And so I was like, fine. I think that we should go and figure out what the smell is. So we. Made so wait, wait. He said, I'll let you make the call. Yeah. So, like, you, you get to make the call whether what we... Make the emergency landing. Okay. So it's like a liability thing. So it's like, uh, why would he... Wouldn't the captain be like, it's your call? Well, the because, would say because that? he was basically saying, because he couldn't smell like, it. I don't right? smell he it, but it's, yeah. It. So okay. if, you, if I think that it's gotcha. something that's pungent enough that it yeah. seems suspicious, yes. he was, he was, then it merits he was, that. Yeah. He, yeah, because I'm I'm his eyes and ears back there, right? Okay, okay. So I was like, yeah, I think we should, I think we should land, right? So then we land back in Boston. 
And so now we have to get everybody off the airplane. And then we get to Like, uh, thank the God this thing's only got one wing. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? <laughs> thank God you smelt the well, wingless odor. And then that's the thing, though, right? Because then now the fire people trucks show up and they're checking, they're investigating. And now at this point, now, now I'm like praying that something is fucked up <laughs> because otherwise I'm like I'm gonna look a fool and it was nothing you know what I mean they're gonna be like well great Aliyah yeah, you just cost the company a hundred thousand dollars yeah. you know what I mean like I don't know right the yeah. amount because it costs money when you have an emergency landing right so I was like they find hoping it hoping and praying and so then they're checking everywhere you know? yeah <laughs> nothing nowhere and then they put the heat sensors next to the interphone right which is the the phone that I use for PAs and stuff and then their heat panels start showing up a little bit, like in different colors on the heat. Yeah, on the yeah, yeah. Heat like sensors. A, a heat grid, like so then they, signature. Right. A what? Like a signature. It shows them the heat signature. Like it's hot back there. Yes. Is that what they call it? A heat like signature? a heat signature. I think yeah. he's making like an like infrared signature. He's, he's calling emergency landings grounded. This guy's doing bad. We got a, We got a bomb know. on the plane. We don't know what's happening <laughs> over here. But then, <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, then they un, un, unscrewed everything to see what the heat was coming from. As they open it up, the whole interphone was melting in the back. Oh, fuck. Dude, they had a similar case, like something like that happen many years ago on Swiss Air. The fucking airplane crashed because they had uh, a massive fire that was started through an electrical issue just so like it that was one. So I saved the motherfucking day. Was there like, oh my God, look at the this. motherfucking, yeah. Did they like say, what, what? you can't say the airline. Let's say it was Air Canada. Air Canada would like to formally thank uh, Leah Kanani for her efforts and her vigilance on the flight 418-12. We thank you. Yeah, that's who you didn't even get shit. Wow, didn't get shit. It was literally like that. Love in this game. I'm like out here saving lives and things. There's a suit guy. I'm like hero, but you know what? I don't need. There's a lawyer there with a briefcase. They better fight something, Miss Kanani. (laughs) This is coming. We're docking this out of your (laughs) face. What? (laughs) You're gonna have to work for us for the next five hundred years. Nine hundred thirty-two thousand. Don't you dare die on us, because we got you girl <laughs> you said that there were, uh, you said there's a safe altitude where you can talk to the pilot so there's a range where when you're taking off to a point you can't talk to the pilot yeah yeah we you you it's just uh i, I won't tell you what we call and all this stuff because i'm not supposed to uh, so but someone does a 9-11 through the podcast it, hey don't 9-11 again all right if you you're know, watching or listening honestly, no 9-11 again isn't that so no. funny i thought i've always found that so so funny that they give all of the recipes of how to 9-11 people in the movies we watch. Oh, and, all the and they're all new stuff. All the information Original, is out there yeah. on how to rob and steal and hijack and do all this stuff. Not because it, it employees because you, you get the term on yeah it's there's a range it's of like altitude they, they make movies speak. and they do all the research so that they learn all and I'm like watching this and I'm like inside why, man why are you that? telling people how to do this like why are you giving them all the information but uh, you can find anything, I guess, on the internet now. If you just YouTube how to hijack an airplane, I'm sure you'll find it. Imagine don't, don't they come that, arrest please. you right don't, away. Don't hijack airplanes, Don't guys. Google Don't that. do it. Yeah, not don't even incognito. Yeah. yeah. They, they'll, they'll flag down. They'll flag down. What's the, what's it like working with pilots? Is there is there like a is there like a, a culture of like the pilots hang out together, the flight attendants hang out together, or is, is it kind of like an executive suite of a company versus like the administrative people, or is it actually pretty like fluid like i'm at in my head pilots are all these like old white dudes that are like you know now they're letting a lot of non-us pilots and that's the times but you damn right when when we're on this bus you're flying safe if that's or or else my name's not captain roger 
Mimson or something like that. Rogers something. <laughs> yeah. Rogers Stevenson. Yeah, no, there's Captain defi- Stevenson's on board. Definitely a lot of Captain Stevenson's for sure. There's a lot of old white dudes. Yeah. Pilots, but it, it uh, to answer your question, it depends again on the airline. It depends on the pilots. It depends on the flight attendant. Me, I'm a very social person. Yeah. So I talk to everybody. Do you know what I mean? But like everybody at the airport used to know me, like because I would talk to everyone from like the you just the you build reports with everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. To the catering people, to the pilots, to the everybody. I just talk to everybody. So like you joking I, with everybody is what you yeah really yeah I joke around with everybody. Thing, yeah. I just that's every you have a little relationship with everybody because you go joke with them. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had the same thing in my corporate life. Wait, did you ever come what? by like so I used to do engineering. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have an engineering degree. I did engineering for a while. I worked right. for like some companies. Right. So the same type of vibe. And that's what I was going to ask you. How did it, how did you do 10 years of that and then be like, okay, stand up? Did you, were you watching stand up the whole time? Did no, you love stand How did that happen? No, I accidentally got into this. I, yeah? Yeah, yeah, super bad. They're accident. like, we're doing an emergency landing at. Yuck, yuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yuck yucks Toronto 8pm we're doing an emergency landing 8 and 10 o'clock tonight one day I just grabbed the PAs in the middle making announcements and I'm like so here's the thing about airplane food <laughs> <laughs> oh I bet it, you, it's so easy to kill on an airplane no pun intended don't 9-11 no, don't do it don't, don't do it. how did this turn into this yeah. podcast <laughs> like, <no>. that's <laughs> the name of this episode don't 9-11 don't 9-11 but yeah how how how'd that happen so I I, uh, oh God, this is a, this is quite, this is quite the story. Get into it. This we is gonna the place. get into it. Okay. What? Okay. I guess I am here to talk. All right. So I, um, I, my cousin got married. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, he was getting married. My cousin's like one of my best friends. And, uh, he was like, uh, Aliyah, he's like, can I ask you for a favor? He's like, we have so many people doing speeches and stuff. And when I was a kid, I used to always be just a very creative kid. Like I'd, I'd love to like. No, sing and dance and yeah so literally yeah. all of it I can't sing Break shit mics. but like dance yeah. dad we can go to the Mic microphone breaks. store um, all the time all the time it's my favorite thing to do is go and break other people's yeah. shit um, but I go I go to uh, like uh, my cousin's place where they'd come over we, I would like force my cousins and my sisters to do like little plays and stuff yeah and we'd put it on for the family you know all brown people or black people we all like we, the kids are always the entertainment they're like oh, oh sing and dance do something and you're like why but I would love it so I would like always like organize everybody and be like okay we're gonna put on a the show the entertainment for us would have been like that. you come here and lead the prayer read oh, read yeah. what you've memorized of your Quran oh. read Surah <laughs> Abbas Kamir read oh, Surah no. of this and I would just sit there and there's some older guy would be like but you do and like he'd hear the one part and right away inter- interact like interject to so I wasn't singing and dancing, but definitely entertaining on some level. Oh, that's so sad. I'm just imagining. Poor Let's brush by Abbas, that. Yeah, like, one tear just dropped out of my eyes. But I don't want to say another eyes. prayer. <laughs> I almost nine eleven. Oh no! Don't nine oh, eleven. Don't nine eleven. We talked about this. <coughs> oh my god, I'm coughing. COVID. COVID. I'm sorry. I should no, have coughed don't. in that direction. Oh, it's it's so bad, eh? You cough right at the mic. I got to replace it. I've been talking it anyway, about this so. on stage. I was talking about. Coughing, it was like coughing, coughing in public. I was oh, like, it's so weird now. I I feel so... like the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> like I excuse myself out of a situation. It's it's not anything. I just I immediately leave as soon oh as the God. coughing I make, starts. I just yell out different <laughs> excuses. I'm like allergies. I smoked weed. I, <laughs> yeah. I smoked cigarettes. I'm high on heroin right now. <laughs> <The> dust. <laughs> I'm high on heroin right now. <laughs> anything. 
anything. anything yeah, that, right? You know? I've never been loved. Please. Sorry, it's cancer <laughs> of the throat. Huh? <laughs> like, just... Um, yeah, so... So you got your... My that cousin's you were wedding. entertaining from a young age? I was entertaining from a young age. So my cousin goes to me. He goes, uh, I... Do a I speech. Instead of doing a speech, because everybody's going to be doing speeches, and it's going to be so many speeches, I was at this wedding once, and I saw that they put on a little skit kind of thing, and it was so cool and so fun. He's like, would you be down to like organize something like that? And I was like, yeah, of course. I'll do anything you want me to do, right, for your yeah. wedding. And he's like, would you get the whole wedding party involved? And I'm like, yeah, uh, sure, okay. Except for, you know, some of them live in Tanzania. Some of them live in Canada. Some of them live in the U.S. Some are, are you, are you Tanzanian, by the way? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I just remembered. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, keep going. We'll come back. <laughs> we'll come back to okay. that. <laughs> we'll circle um, back. We'll circle back. Don't end up. Um, uh, so, so, so people are all scattered all over the place, and I'm like, um, sure. So I was like, okay, great. And I was working as a flight attendant this time. Okay. So now I'm writing I'm writing the script, and what I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never taken it. I've never done anything like this before. I'm just like making it up as I go along. I didn't realize what I was doing was I was like workshopping my material because every day I was like writing on the airplane that I'd go to the flight attendants and the pilots. And they were having so much fun because I'd like read to them what I'd written. And if they laughed, I'd keep it. If they didn't laugh, I'd change it because I was trying to make it funny. Yeah. And so I was like <laughs> workshopping off them yeah. without even realizing it, right? So then I finished writing this thing I have no idea how long it is, right? Because I'm just writing something that I think is funny. It turns out it was 20 minutes long. Holy <laughs> it's supposed shit. to be like five, 10 minutes. I wrote a 20 minute long play. And so then I was like, I did it. And then afterwards I was like, man, how am I going to get everybody to practice? We're going to get there to, to Dallas for the wedding days before. There's ceremonies every motherfucking day. Nobody's going to have time to rehearse. And yeah. they're going to fuck up my good writing. So then I'm talking to my other cousin who's a sound engineer slash DJ. And I was like, yo, cuz, I was like, tell me something. I was like, you know how people like do karaoke and like lip sync? And he's like, yeah, I'm like, could they do that for like, just like, words and he's like yeah I don't see why not I'm like yeah but like could I make like a track like that and he's like I was like how would I do that and so he's like well just get everybody to record it then we go to my studio then we cut it together and I was like sick so then I recorded myself doing the entire thing so people would have like tone basically I was directing sent out the scripts and the recordings to everyone and said just do this record it in your voice send it back to me then I went to the studio with him. Now we started mixing it together. Then I'm like, yo, can we add sound effects? He's like, yeah. I'm like, shit, this is dope. So I did all this, made a whole production. I had dry ice to make like a potion. Actually? I had so many things going on in this play. It was amazing. People were, they loved it. Everybody was like laughing and it was so great. And then at the end, my cousin hated it. Because it we stole the show? We stopped talking for months. Hated it? Hated it because I made fun of him so much. Oh. <laughs> And he's like, oh, he's like, it's one thing if you're making, because we made fun of, that's our jam. We make yeah, fun of each other all the time. that's what you do. We call each other frenemy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we make fun of each other all the time. That was our thing. But because I guess, like, it was just so much pressure for the mean. wedding. And he had, like, 500 people there, including his boss. And he just wedding. felt too embarrassed, like, from it. And it was just, it, it just, it was not a good, so then I was like, fuck it. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to, I'm just, I'm never going to even participate in the wedding again. But then after doing all that writing... Now I'm back on airplanes and I've got this itch for creativity that I've just unleashed because I'm like, man, that was so fun when I had something to do. And now I'm just like sitting here and just like listening to flight attendants complain about things and like fucking have nothing to do. And I don't read magazines and shit. I'm like, what am I yeah. So then I, uh, I saw this and then I, I got this. Uh, <laughs> it was a Groupon. Long story short. It was a, <laughs> so I got a Groupon. <laughs> Because I 
I loved Groupons back then. Oh, Groupon was, was all the about the Groupon life. The, Groupon and was life. Back it was then. life. Yeah, it was, it was life. life. Especially, oh my God, do you know how much Tanzanians love a discount? Oh my God, anybody? I shit, I don't insert even like any ethnicity. Because it's, insert any ethnicity. I promise right? you, right? Insert any I promise you. No, I'm Irish. Again, any browns and blacks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're just all about that discount. Um, in fact, so there was like a group on like class course or something or a comedy Second course? City. Oh, okay. okay so okay. I was like, let me just do this for fun. So I signed up for their improv and writing just for fun. Yeah, you know, I did as their like a little stuff, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then as the class was coming to an end, I was like, well, I don't want to stop. So I signed up for another and another and another. And even though I was always traveling and missing classes, when I was in town, I kept it up, right? And Next thing you know, I finished the programs. You do the conservatorium or whatever it's called. I did. I did the conservatory. I did their fellowship. Uh, That's like, like the I one, did, the level after. The fellowship you get invited to okay, if you're right. like really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those only listening, she is. Really, she's running her hair hand through her hair right now. She's I'm, having a moment. I'm flicking my curls. She literally <laughs> glistened at some point. I don't know how she pulled that out. <laughs> I have a button. Ding. I have a button. Um. But yeah, no, so I uh, I did their program and then I was like, now what? And then, because people people were like, you know. What, and like now like next? a year plus has passed since the wedding, right? Yeah, 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 the, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then I was just like, and people were like, so what are you going to do next? I'm like, nothing. I was just doing this for fun. They're like, yeah, but you should be doing something. And I was like, oh, okay. But I didn't really want to think of it as a career. Um, because it just felt too intimidating. Okay, yeah. You know, and then the minute that I started to think of it as a career, oh my God, I hit the heaviest writer's block. Yeah. Heaviest, because okay. now all of a sudden there were stakes. Now and it's, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. not funny, actually. I'm just funny for fun. I'm not funny for actual stuff. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's like, what am I, uh? And then, uh, and then, yeah, then, then, so then I was doing sketch comedy and all this stuff, and I love, I fell in love with sketch. But then I, one day, I was just so tempted to try this, this stand up thing. And so I tried, I, I went to an open mic, and it was the funnest thing. And so your first open mic experience was good. It was dope. Cause you had already done like so much improv i was comfortable you know and yeah even, yeah and even honestly even before yeah. i did improv and and writing i was comfortable because you were in front of like the front front of the crew the, the plane for 10 years i was on a page uh, making announcements dealing with all kinds of personalities and yeah. feeling the energy, the energy in the room and yeah. controlling the energy in a room you know what i mean or in a vessel like there's no more control like honestly like it was so when i went sometimes i would like have moments where I'm like, oh, I got into comedy late, but I'm like, all of my life led me to here. All of the practice I had and all my life led me to here. When I first started, people were like, wow, your stage presence. And I was like, y'all don't even know where I came from. Yeah, I mean, I didn't actually just wake up magically with stage presence. Yeah, I've been yeah, doing yeah, it in yeah. different forms. Yeah, I mean, I've had practice in different forms. You, of yeah, life. you got your 10,000 hours through, you know, little, through other things. You through know? other things, through other things, you know, and I've been funny my whole life. You know what I mean? So like, just, just, I got, I, I had, I had training in other ways that I didn't, didn't even know. You didn't realize until you were on there with the mic in your <clears> hand, it was on you. Right. All the cumulative like hours you put in came behind. Did you hear that? I did. What was it? I like don't know. Head? I figured it was maybe a dead body you were hiding in there that fell through or something or did, something that was. Did one of you nine eleven <laughs> tied up and this didn't even come out yet? That doesn't even hostages. make sense. Hey. <laughs> no, but like that uh, for me, 
I've been like this class clown. My, like grade eight, they chose me as the MC for grade eight graduation. This is what I'm Because I'm like that kid already. But that's so like, great. And comedians. I remember writing. Comedians are funny their whole life. I wrote like I'm a saying. speech. I had jokes in it. They're laughing grade eight. I never connected the dots. I get an engineering degree because I'm playing it how, you know, I'm so what, doctor engineer. So mm-hmm. I did an engineer. And then in school, I'm like the comedy guy throughout all my schooling. And then when I get to the actual corporate world, I'm an engineer. I'm a program manager, so I'm always overseeing uh, cross-functional groups. So I, I always, every week, I have a bunch of open issue meetings that I manage. Right. I have all these meetings where I'm always the host. Right. I'm always the being In like, all right, people, what? Talking, yeah, exactly. Leading, so what's yeah. the update with that thing? Okay, you said that last time. Don't fuck around. Ha ha ha. Okay, you like this? Yeah, yeah. For years, for every week, that's right. all I did. Like right. I'm doing that exact same yeah. thing. All the time. Yeah, and you're then performing, it, you're presenting, you're navigating energy in the room, you're all of those, all of you those don't realize it till the mic is in your head. Right? But my first set was fucking, I was so. I heard. No, oh, I didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I don't heard. even know. <laughs> no, my first set was death. Was really? Death. Yeah, worst case scenario. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was terrible, terrible, wow. terrible. Yeah. And you haven't. I didn't sleep well for days. <laughs> what? Yeah. Have, have you're like, what happened after? Yeah, so you just, you never got better? Why'd you keep going? You're not still doing yeah. this, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> no, I actually, I am actually, I actually am. Yeah, I love this. Uh, well, so I guess your skills were not transferable. Yeah, okay. Oops. I, this is actually my life calling. So yeah, I am doing this. <laughs> so what happened? Why was it so shit? Tell me your story. It was a five-minute set. I wrote six jokes right. and I budgeted for laughter. Oh. I was like five minutes, they'll laugh for two minutes, so I just need to write three minutes of stuff. Okay. <laughs> so you did your three minutes and then you oh, you probably I, did it in it, two minutes because you were nervous. I did it in two minutes. Every yeah. joke was connected to the next joke and the first one bombed and then I fell apart because I realized they were all wow. dependent on that first one. Wow. <laughs> and then uh, the sweat oh, no. starts coming. Oh, no. There's all, It's 1 a.m. on a Monday night in Detroit and I'm like... Cause that's where I like lived for like the first two years after engineering. I moved to the states. Okay. So I lived in Detroit for two years in like San Francisco, like outside Detroit. I say Detroit, but all the comedy stuff I was doing was in Detroit. That's cool. One a.m. Monday, like no one there, and it's literally I just walked off stage at the end. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Every joke I said, bomb, and then at the end I didn't. I wasn't even like, all right, that's it, or thank you for this, or bring it up. For I was just like, <laughs> and I, I just, gotta go. Yeah. I literally just walked off. Oh, it was. Oh, that's so it sad. It was hell. Yeah, it was I'm hell. I'm sorry to hear that. Cut to your freaking first open mic. You got you Smashed. get fucking lifted up Smashed. there, standing got, up got like on her first open mic. Three applause breaks, yeah. like it was insane. Someone cried and gave you know me what a I mean? hug. Right? Got, I got signed. I was like. <laughs> so, do you like stand up way more than improv? I ne- I never really uh, was very uh, into improv, and it, only because I'm not very good at it. Like I'm 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 okay at improv. Yeah, I'm just not great at it because I um. Well, there are a few reasons. Uh, one of the biggest reasons was the hesitation. I would always be like, "Should I jump in now? Yeah, Should okay. I do this? Like, like do I interrupt the yeah. scene? I was always, you know, and so and then you'd miss the moments, right? Like I think of something funny, but I wouldn't want to interrupt the scene because, like, maybe they're going somewhere with it. It was just too fucking polite. See, you know? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I liked improv too, yeah. and when it got fun, it was the funnest thing ever. Right. But all of the processes yeah. built around it. Number one and number two, I just the reason I gravitate towards stand up to begin with is I like having it all come down to me yeah i like being the show i like the one person with the mic i like that in stand-up i can only blame it on myself i hate being in improv on the side and being like 
okay, you should have said, okay, when am I coming in? Oh, yeah. why do you go that way? Oh, why do you go that way? Damn. Like, I don't like all that right, stuff. Right, right, right. I just want to get up there and bomb or do well and get off right. and be like, what the fuck just happened? You know? Right, right. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I feel, and I, I like that. I think that there's, there's really something beautiful to, to that. Like, with stand up, is that like you really, you're, you have, you're fully accountable. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's some, some people will be like, that audience, but really at the end of the day for the most day, part it's your act it's, yeah. it's you right yeah, and you yeah, have to yeah. hold yourself accountable and be very honest with yourself yeah, which I, I think you is a, 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 a pretty dope aspect of stand up but for me it was also like I because I love sketch comedy yeah, love oh, yeah. Sketch I comedy. for years I just like writing I like writing I like I like refining I like making things better I like 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 working on something did and, you ever and, write for a show no I've not yet is it? Is there something? Yeah, you want to put it out there into the universe? No, don't nine eleven. Hey, is this some kid right there with a plane and <laughs> and building toys hitting it? No, I should write no nine eleven. I, I, I should just write a terrorist uh, comedy. Where it's a kid who's got a little toy plane and toy buildings and he's hitting them, and you're like, no nine eleven, no, and he's like, eh, ISIS. <laughs> The kids called ISIS. Yeah, yeah. Name? ISIS, Little yeah. ISIS it's Elon Musk's second child. Yeah. ISIS <laughs> Omega <laughs> 7. <laughs> ISIS Omega 7, you get to your room and code right now. Or no Teslas for you. Dad, it's all about solar. <laughs> Do you hear Why about Tesla Musk? Like your brother. Yeah, <laughs> like Deltron 1 1 fucking gamma Batman symbol. You know, like. Fucking stupid! Did you? But no, no, I didn't. You were just asking me. That. I, I don't know what you're talking. Elon about. Elon Musk had a kid, and he named the kid like a series of symbols and stuff. Oh right, I think yeah. I did hear something yeah. about this. I think it's I did like hear Omega about Lambda I, know, one. I hear Elon Musk's name, and I'm like, don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah. It's almost like it's almost like reading. It's almost like uh, fiction. He's like real life fiction. Mm. He's like fiction of nonfiction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like Elon Musk is almost like uh, start. What's his name? In Iron Man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tony Stark. Right, right, right. Tony Stark buys this. You're like, okay, whatever, Marble. Fuck off. This is real life. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just feel like all of this stuff is just so much show. I just don't pay. I just don't care. I think I just he's gonna don't be a villain have the eventually. Brain capacity to care about all of this stuff that they keep trying to shove in our brains. You know, like I'm just like over it. Do you, so you don't fuck with the news? I'm assuming. <clears throat> I don't. I don't watch the news. I just get depressed I, and I turn yeah, it off. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm like, I, I'm not gonna turn <clears throat> it on. I'll pay attention <clears throat> through people. Yo, exactly. You figure out what things, you know what I mean? I know what's happening yeah, in the world. Exactly. But I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I just, I just absorb it, you know, in different, in different Especially ways. Especially what's awesome is as comedians, if you're around a show, there's always comics, the topical comics who bring up what's happening. So you get yeah. informed through that, yeah. you know, you're like, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. And then you ask this person, and they tell you. Yeah. You don't have to, you just filter out all of the negativity and just let these people. Yeah let you in on the knowledge you totally, know totally totally but yeah so anyway so <clears throat> so yeah i don't i don't really I, I don't know so it was just after that first open mic the rest is history uh yeah yeah basically like i i think that the 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 one thing sorry i was thinking, still thinking about elon musk oh yeah that's hilarious <laughs> I was like, yeah, i still don't no i, I was really saying know. he's gonna be I a villain i heard about his kid but i don't know you know he's, he's gonna be a villain he's probably gonna be a villain yeah um yeah no for for yeah i just got into stand-up and really it just it, for me the biggest appeal for stand-up was that i don't have to rely on anybody you know that's what i'm saying yeah. i i loved writing sketch i love doing sketch and i think that exploring characters and working with other people i'm really i really do believe in the power of the collective like i think that more brains are are better always i think that there are skills other people have to offer that i can learn from and i really do like writing and working with people 
But I also know that I work a lot harder than most people. Yeah. And I have no tolerance for people who commit and then don't follow through. And I was starting to get to the point where I was just like, I don't, I don't have the money to pay for people. So that so I can, can only hold have passionate them accountable, people. Yeah. right? Yeah, I can't exactly. be like, I'm paying to do this job, and if you're not doing it properly, then we'll move on and get somebody who is doing the job properly, right? So when people are doing things... Like artists, that's artists, the problem. Artists yeah. that are doing things for free out of passion at the beginning stages, you know, as beautiful as it is, it's also very slow it's because flimsy. it's not their priority. Yes. And then this person doesn't show up or this person doesn't know their lines. And you can't really this. Like and it's, and hit them up on the phone. Where are you? Where are you? Where you know, you know what I mean? mean? Because like, we're supposed to be all doing this for fun. But I'm like, no, I'm, I'm also wanting to advance in this. Yeah. And yeah, an and, artist have, will like, <clears throat> they'll use vibes. They'll use vibes oh, as like a driving force you'll never see in, in, in corporate. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm just not in it right now. I just, and I'm just, you know, you name. Not to, not to, not to. No, no, no I'm not. Yeah, I'm not hating either. on that. But I'm saying I'm in the same boat. Yeah. In that I, there's a lot of projects I've wanted to do where I, it, they would have depended on me lining up my schedule with other people. And I did. With You know, I don't know if you, I was making comedy videos with my friend Max Sheldrick for Plus Time Comedy. Right. For over a year, you know? Right. And that's one person. One that's person. one other person we have to line our schedules in. And that was such a bottleneck where it's like, I couldn't imagine what it would be with a collective. The, and the sad reality is the only thing that unites people is the paycheck. Right. If, you were life, if your livelihood is dependent on you doing yeah. the, then you're going to show up. Right. You know? Right. That, your exactly. only thing, the only way to make something legit it's, is to have everyone getting paid. That's and that's just uh, like unfortunately. That's the hard that's, part. That's that is the hard part, but that's also like because all these people are working for full time jobs to survive. It's yeah, unfortunate doing this. that artists have to struggle and <clears throat> have to have to work these full time jobs and have to you know put the art as a second priority and stuff. You know, I mean, some of these kids that you know were in second city and stuff, they got their parents taking care of their bills. And yeah, they yeah, got yeah. Time in the world, but then that's not a reality not for a lot of these motivated people, people listening to this podcast. I'm right? telling you, yeah. But like you know, so for me, I was like, listen, I'm I I want to go in. I want to I want to I I I know my trajectory. Like if I'm going to do this, I'm heavily committing to it because that's how I am. Like if I'm going to go and I go all out, like I wanted to travel the world, I became a flight attendant. You know what I mean? Like I don't fuck around. Like I find a way and I do it and I go, right? So I was like, this this seems so much, stand-up seems so much more um, something that I'll be in control of and I'll be able to just rely on myself and not have to depend on anybody. Yeah. And so I just, and that's why like, and you'd even see me, like I go to every single room in the city. I do not give a shit. I'm out here. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get stronger. I'll work all the rooms because I need to be able to go in front of all these different audiences and I, I wanted to just get as much stage time as I could. You're not doing and, yourself any favors by working to only one space, you know? I, you're really not. You know, I, 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 Yes and no. Yeah. Because I I I have I have to be honest with you. I first thought that as well, and then I realized that I don't know why I'm limiting my own my own self to thinking that because some people will just work to one room and they'll find their niche audience and like no shade, no judgment. You know what I mean? But for me, I want to the comedian that I want to be is a comedian that is like the person I am, which is a person that can get along with everyone. Um, I've I've spent my whole life existing in multicultures, you know, like uh, uh, multicultures, yeah, multiculturalism yeah, yeah. in multiple cultures. I myself am, you know, of multiple cultures and multiple backgrounds, and I have, uh, you know, the ability to adapt to so many different situations. Like I've I've lived but, in. But you gotta admit, stand up. Everything in life, that's what the 10,000 hours comes down to is that we're all just computers. We're biological computers and we need 
as much data as possible, 10,000 hours of data right. for us to get a general mastery on something. Right. So it's like, you, in your mind, you're like, okay, you can work on, you can work in just this space and build that niche. That's fine. That can work. It's yeah. worked a hundred times over. Right. But you're not going to tell me if there's five, if we look at 10 comedians right now f- and five of them work to only their room of, uh, Let's just their niche room. They only work to their room of specialty and five work any room. I guarantee you none of those five who work every room and if you fast forward 10 years are going to ever have the regret should have probably stuck to just that one room. Whereas if you look at the five that stuck to the only one room, all the regrets going to lie there. If there's any regret, it's going to be should have probably tried more black rooms when I was working up. Should have probably done more this. Should have probably done some really PC stuff before this moment. There's right. no one's going to be like, fuck, I, I got exposed to too many different environments. Right. That's never a regret. You'll never hear that regret. Right. You'll never hear that regret. So you can build you can build a niche audience, but to be a master in all respects of the word master in any whatever environment you're put in front of, being into show environment, yeah. you have to get exposed to as many scenarios as possible. You just have to be. And that lends itself with doing any room, regardless of it's categorized as this is a boys' room, this is a PC room, this is LGBTQ, this one is very militant immigrant. This is, you know what I mean? You got to do them all. Um, I <laughs> that's my show, by the way. The I'm the militant immigrant show, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you- yeah. So, anyways, I all that to say that for me, the the this the the biggest appeal for stand up. I mean, aside from the rush of obviously that first time being on stage and, well, because mine went well. <laughs> Sorry. Um, You're paying for that mic. You're paying for that mic. Uh, but aside from that rush, it was also just this realization that like, yo, like all the struggle that you've been having on this web series that you've been working on and, and, and waiting around for everybody and all this stuff, all of those issues are out the window and you can just actually write, create, perform, book everything yourself and that's what I did and like from there then I started working these rooms and that's what was that's why my my thing was to create my my solo show and tour it around the world that was my my mission and I just did it by myself like just because I didn't need anybody else anymore right okay hell yeah and and I want to and we're coming up on an hour I'd love to I'd love to just hear about that solo show because that's something I would love to do and was you inspired by Fringe did you do Fringe first Edinburgh no I did the Melbourne International Comedy Festival same vibe it's the same kind of like fringe style just went in deep wait that's like a proper festival in australia right it's the second biggest comedy festival in the world after just for laughs yeah this is the melbourne one yeah yeah i hear a lot of top headliners so how how did you get in without just like fringe stuff or did they just look at your toronto shit no no so i went the year before yeah just just to check it out just risked it all i just went there um i standby flight uh, no, I couldn't. I can't use. I couldn't use. That's the shitty thing is I couldn't use my flight passes. So you for, paid cash. That means you wanted it. Huh? No, I actually. Um, I had uh, miles. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no shame in that. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. yeah no, I, I got you miles. You them baby. well, I got and, and, miles. It, and you reap the benefits. No, see, this is the thing. You got to learn to hustle when you don't got a lot in life, which I did not have a lot, but I learned to hustle. So I got a lot of hustle, and that's all you really need. So what you I did was I signed up for credit cards. That had promos on them. Yeah. Sign like up, sign for up get 1,500 visa, free get points. 5,000 yeah. miles. Sign up for this one, get this many miles. And then I put them together and I was like, oh, you look at that. I got a one-way plane ticket to Australia. <laughs> it's like just so much debt. <laughs> like flying. No, but I, no, you don't even use it. I know you use it. No, they say you use a minimum amount yeah. to get them. 
And then yeah. you use it, you pay it off, and you have the exactly. Thing. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you cancel them. It's amazing. It's amazing. So I was hustling, and I was. I was oh, I did. I did that one time, but not not by design. To I, because I didn't know you could accumulate points. How do you accumulate Baby, points? You just gotta look for the. You're like you just. Yo, I'm gonna give you these hot tips and tricks, yo. But yo, you went to you. You just crashed it. You crashed the door. You went to Melbourne Comedy Festival. You're yes. like, let's see what the fuck's going on here. Went to Melbourne Comedy Festival. Uh, I had uh, somebody who had said if I came down there that I could open for them. So I did a couple of shows for them. But then when people saw me, then they were like, oh, she's funny. So then they booked me on a bunch of shows. And so I circulated around there. Is enough it two weeks? That, huh? Is it two weeks? It's a month. It's a month, okay. Yeah. Um. And so enough that uh, from there, I got uh, some people, like I asked around, like where else can I go? Some people put me in touch with some of the clubs. And because I I only bought a one-way ticket with no plans in six weeks. Yeah. I could just easily hop around. I ended up doing a bunch of, like, I did a couple of clubs. I went to Nimbin, which is, like, the, the weed capital of Australia. That sounds racist like as fuck. festival there. <laughs> Nimbin, Nimbin, Australia. Nimbin, uh, just a Nimbin bunch of sounds like a hippies. slur right away. Nim, get out of here, you fucking Nimbin. Uh, it was actually, it's really beautiful. They're oh, all yeah? Just, they're all hippies there. They're, they're just a bunch of... No beef, Nimbin. Bunch of old white people. No beef. But, like, really lovely. Just they're all just lovely. pilots? The retired pilots? No, nah, man. They just, <laughs> yeah. they just, like, oh, Roger, you're here? Just, like, Roger. Oh, Roger 3. It was such a surreal experience, actually, that, like, just thinking about... I haven't thought about that in so long, but it was... I remember, like, these, like... There's this group of women. Uh, they must have been in their, like, 60s, and I, like, walked in, and they saw me, and they're like, Honey, you are so lovely. And I'm like, thank you. They're like, be you. Be yourself. You are perfect. And I was like, thank you. And then she, like headed my hair and walked away and I'm like what the fuck is She's happening like, right you, now she whispered but in your ear do you want to buy mushrooms you know what I mean she was <laughs> yeah. clearly on something I should have asked that's her that's too mushrooms. loving yeah yeah but so and then so you made a name next, for yourself so, almost. yeah so I did I did a little bit enough that when I called in the next year and said I want to do my solo show they already knew who I was because I had already established myself a little bit in Australia. Had I not done that, I wouldn't have gotten into the festival. You know, oh. I built a rapport there, right? I did it by just kind of risking it all. Like that I was said. my plan this year. I applied to Edinburgh, oh, 2020. Man. I got denied, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna fly there for two weeks. Yo, I was gonna be in Edinburgh this year. Were you gonna do? You were just gonna fly there, or you no? Had a show? I was in there. I was you got at accepted? twenty shows ah. in Edinburgh. What venue? Oh, I, I forget what the it was sisters, called. whatever. Uh, no, not the sisters. It was, uh, fi fi club 50 or whatever. But the I was going to go, 50. I was going to go and just literally do the exact same thing you did. But you know, yeah, COVID fucked all that up. So you, so that worked. So man, if that, that means it would have worked and I would have got it. I mean, it worked for me, but I also had a really good first open mic. I'm saying, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> fix my microphone. Pay for that. You fucked it up. You came, you asked me to come and do this uh, podcast. I could bully you, right? For now. Uh, fix my microphone. <laughs> I can't afford it. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, that's a good plan. It'll work. I, listen, for me. <laughs> I like me, how you did that. I, I think that for me it worked no, no, perfectly. No, but for me, I like, can't in even my stress. Life, yeah. The only things that have ever worked is just jumping in and figuring it out. You know, so for me, in my opinion, yeah, it's it, that's the best thing to do. Well, well I what's just, the other option. Yeah, exactly. Is stay and hope for next year. Hope somebody yeah. invites you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Somebody go invite you. You know what I mean? Like, what, like it's just like I don't wait around for invitations. I so, like. So how was doing Melbourne? That was 2019. Then doing the your. Uh, your actual show? No, that was so 2018. 18 was, was was the first time I did my show there. So that was when they approved you and you're there on the catalog or whatever. Wait, I'm getting confused. 2019. 2018 was the first time I was there. 2019, I was my show. My yeah, that's what I show. thought because I saw the poster for it. Yes, yes, yes. touring yes. the world. And I was supposed yeah. to do a 
bunch this year. I had a whole world tour set. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to cry on your podcast. Oh, um, look at that. The world, world tour got canceled. canceled. Mm, I guess that first set wasn't so good. But it's okay because it came so easily to me. Like, it didn't take okay. any work. It's not like I stayed up for like nights on end doing <laughs> shitty administrative work that I hate to motherfucking do to build up for my tour. Oh, my God. My heart was broken when this started. Oh, in five days, six of my festivals canceled. Uh, and I just crawled up. This was your blanket. year. This was this your was my year. motherfucking year. This was my year. And I'd sold out my show in so I did Perth. Yeah. In uh January, February, the the World Fringe. Uh and I sold out my shows there. Came back to Toronto. All of them? Yeah. Like how many don't you do a bunch? Yeah, I did ten shows and I sold wow. out eight of them. Holy shit. And uh and then I came back only because I was filming and I was filming this movie and I had to come back for a few more filming days. So I came back and then I was going to go back because then I was doing Melbourne and then I was doing Sydney. Then I was doing a tour in Gold Coast and Brisbane. And then I was coming back. I was going to Boston. Then I was doing Toronto Fringe. Then I was going to Edinburgh. Jesus Christ. And that was only until August from, you know, and then I had more that I had planned to do. I was going to get a hundred shows by the end of the year, but then everything got canceled. I was like, oh, and then they said, don't worry, 2021. And now it doesn't look like 2021's going to happen for nobody. Fuck. But would you say that health-wise, because I know that weirdly enough when COVID hit, I actually like I had a big reduction in stress. Just because of how much I was being like, yo, okay, I gotta, I'm doing all this work during the day and I got to make it out every night. Right, right, I got to right, perform right. pretty much, you know, six nights a week or whatever it right. is. And then when it first hit, I was like, no, I'm going to deteriorate as a comedian. My life's oh over. My and then when you realize everyone's in the same boat and the weeks go by, yo, I, you know, Rush Cassie? Yeah. I walk, she lives around here. I was just walking around and I ran into her walking her dog and we had the most healthiest comedian conversation I've ever had. And I'm like, damn, man, everyone's yeah. healthy as fuck now. Yeah. Everyone's sleeping well and like they're walking and shit. I'm like, this has actually been great for comedians because like, you never stop. Not you. You're like, just your system's just shutting down. You're like, I need Kamada. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... <laughs> I would have never done this by volunteer ever. And I'm, and I'm way past that point. Cause there's like a couple months where I was like, wow, that's, I would, I wouldn't have stopped for this, but yeah, I'm ready to go back. <laughs> you yeah, know, like I'm ready for like it think, to go back. I think I, 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 I do appreciate what you're saying. I think a little bit of stillness was necessary for all of us. You know what I mean? And like, I think it was good for the world to take a chill for a second as well. Cause we are so busy and we do neglect certain things and we don't realize the importance of, but I think that a lot of people are realizing that our, our values need to be reassessed and, and that's, what I think was beneficial about the stillness, to be honest, but dude, I, I, did you I, discover? I, I miss. Yeah, a hundred percent. Did you discover anything? Doing my show, huh? Did you discover any hobby or anything that surfaced in in, in uh, the absence of stand up? Like, know, oh, I love knitting or some shit. No, no, but I, uh, I, you I love did, reminiscing uh, about stand up. <laughs> I love I to love, look back. I love, I love looking back. My wine out of a bottle and watching my old shows. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, I, uh, <clears throat> I, I think maybe my, my, I, I'm learning some skills about like creating online content and stuff a little bit. Uh, I haven't really put much out there right now because I'm still kind of figuring it out and I don't like to put things out there until I know what I'm doing. So 
I've been doing a lot of quiet work. Lingering, in the lingering, watching. Like, yeah, yeah. Watch out, motherfuckers! I'm coming for you. <laughs> but, but I have to figure out. I have to figure out how to how to exist in this world, right? So I'm just gonna have to adapt and figure it out. So I've been working towards that kind of stuff. So that's I think what I'm discovering a little bit. I'm also uh, like some personal yeah. self reflection and and figuring out <clears throat> my own uh, my own um, balance, right? In this new in this new world. But I think it's. It's okay. Like we're we're all gonna survive this. The thing is, we're all in this together. And yeah, I just, right. I feel it's... like everybody's having good days and bad days, and and I'm hoping that 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 people are going to, you know, come out of this stronger. However, they come out of it, you know, like more of a sense of self and sense of community, and realizing that, you know, there's value in the people around you and all of all of the stuff. That oh, and the structures to... we took for granted can actually just go away and not become the standard, like in a day. Right. In just one day, you could yeah. be in in a forty person line outside the grocery store waiting to get milk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the craziest shit. Did you do any virtual comedy shows? I did a couple. I did a couple. Was I, your soul crushed? Would you uh, say that no, you lost no, sleep? No, 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 I didn't. But I did enjoy it. Like I didn't. Uh, I it was. It's like it a band aid comedy show. It's like a. It's making do. You know. Well, I mean, listen. Uh, I'm a live performer for a reason. Like I like to get up in front of people, hear that laughter, feel that energy in that room. And there's just nothing compared to that. There's nothing that compares to it, you know, hundred percent. And I've always been somebody who like really feeds off of people's energy and really just like loves to make people laugh. And when you're on a, a, a zoom show, you can't feel that energy. You can't even hear the laughter. It's and even to- if Wi-Fi is like strong, you know, yeah. even if Wi-Fi is strong. Yeah. And, uh, Mine is not so. Yeah, exactly. So you know, so it's just it's just not the same thing. And you I, I cut off, like, you come back up during the punchline. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you're like, <laughs> and ah! then I run them over. <laughs> and then like, you take that silence for yeah. the, the the laughter, and you're like, mm, let's just hope they're laughing and not staring at me, waiting for me to tell the next joke. But yeah, no, no, it was fine. Like I had I had fun, but it wasn't really like it. Just it's not what I want. It's making do. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it, for me. There's just no. There's no point. It's just like. um it's, uh, you know, like I never, I never uh, think about the food that I'm consuming. Like I eat what I want because I'm, I love, I love eating. I love food, right? If I'm enjoying it, I eat I'm it. I'm so into food. But if something's shitty, I'm not going to eat it because it's just empty calories for what? Do you know what I mean? Like if it's yeah. shitty, you know what I mean? So like. That's what it was. I, that's what it was. Yeah. It was just like, I was just, just, it's like. I did I'd rather one. find a different way of channeling my creativity that feels more fulfilling than trying to patch up something that's broken yeah it's like you're trying to do a live thing through wi-fi it just does not work it fails everything it has no connection it just doesn't work yeah it doesn't work and it doesn't feel good doing it and some people are enjoying it they're still finding a a way for them to like continue writing and continue connecting with people being creative yeah and if that's working for them like again like i try not to you know like (laughs) apostle obviously likes to judge everybody but i try not to judge they're stupid and i do it the Uh correct way (laughs) do it how i do it and and then you'll you'll see how it um yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck virtual comedy shows i did one and i was like what the fuck why did i say yes to this this is a nightmare yeah i don't want to do this yeah i, I actually I feel bad people. i left it and felt bad did you yeah i felt bad right. i was like Cause, cause i wish i wasn't bomb? seen on there it i mean it doesn't was it like the rules change yeah exactly uh, <laughs> you're paying for that microphone you know that i was gonna let it slide i was gonna fucking let it slide but i'm billing you i let wish we had venmo I, I would send money. a venmo request right now if we had venmo damn you canada catch up 
But fuck, Aliyah, yo, we're d- d- we hit the hour ten mark. Yo, that is the golden. Time flies that is so the golden fast. zone. That's, That's how so interesting. At the wow, immigrant section. I'm so interesting. <laughs> I never even got a chance to ask, and let me just ask right now. You ever caught people fucking in the air? Mile High Club, Mile High Club. You never even said the airline. Just say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have in the bathroom or where? Uh, yeah. And you opened the door. Or you just heard it. Um, I knocked on the door and I let them know that we were aware. That uh, the there. no seatbelt sign has is now <laughs> I flashing. I was nice about it. Yeah, I was exactly. nice about it. I wasn't shitty, you know, because we yeah. all been there. <laughs> yeah, you're like. <laughs> Uh, hey, yeah, your tray was held in the downright position. I went ahead and lifted it. So enjoy yourselves. <laughs> right. Just make sure you're uh, safety first, guys. They're just like, <laughs> dude. That I I always think about it in there. I'm like, it's a pretty small place, man. I'm claustrophobic. I don't I, think I'd make it work. Right. I'm always like, I want to be in the mile high. I have that idea. Right. But right when I'm on a flight and I'm on, I'm in that bathroom, Yeah. I'm like, I could never, I, I have never been horny to the point where I was like, if I could just get her in here and this, and this fucking, tiny little, yeah, and this feng shui wait till you rich, box. Wait till you're rich and you fly in business class and you got that massive bathroom. Oh, there. that's a whole new game, then yo. Be, then you go yo, be, yo. we're gonna be fucking <laughs> in the sky. Yo, tell the people where to find you. Oh, you can find me uh, uh, at Aliyah Comedy, spelt with a K. So it's my first name, A-L-I-Y-A, and then Comedy, spelt with a K. And dot com? Or this is this that's, is your that's tag? Sorry, that's my IG. Okay, my well, I put page. in the description, so oh, it'll true. all be there. And then yep. also my website is AliyahKanani.com. I'll put that uh, on there. Which I don't update much, but I will get better at it. Uh, but yeah, check me out. Follow me. I don't have a lot on there right now because I've never been one for social media, TBH. But I'm starting now because how else am I going to connect with people? So I'm going to be putting out some cool content there. So definitely check me out. Hit me up. It's going to be good. Fuck yeah. Check the description for all his shit. I'm going to put all there, the website, everything. Uh, from my end, wherever you're listening or watching, just click follow, subscribe so I can give you updates. Remember, there's weekly bonus episodes on the Patreon. And yo, leave a review. If it's Apple, leave a comment. If it's YouTube and if it's Spotify, fuck off. No, I'm kidding. Imagine. Just click Such follow. Such an aggressive way to end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I love Spotify. Remember, don't 9-11. Yeah, don't 9-11. <laughs> All right. And thank you for coming to the Air Immigrant section. Don't 9-11. Peace. Peace. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.